Welcome, Welcome to, to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. Hey, welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks, the news show. Um, we are going to get started here in just a minute, but just I hope you enjoyed the little bit of music. It was a little, <laughs> a little interesting, um, you know, if you're not used to that. But it actually is very relaxing. We're sitting here just, oh, this is very peaceful. <laughs> we almost forgot very we had nice. a show. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we just want to welcome each and every one of you on. And uh, tonight we're going to take a look at some of the news that's going on around the country and around the world. But we definitely want to look at it in a way that hopefully will help transform our minds. Because our, if our minds are not transformed and transfigured, our bodies will not make the, the journey. You know, the mind has to, has to be there first. So we're just believing that there's a lot of great things ahead for us and that you are going to be a part of that. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. So, again, Kingdom Talks, today's news. From a heavenly perspective we want you also to start sharing this please go ahead and start sharing it with right. your family friends uh, anybody you think would be interested in, in having this uh, um, you know news perspective that we're going to share and we'll, we're going to go ahead and dive in you ready that sounds good okay so spacex <laughs> this was this was a big deal this last week you yeah, know i very and exciting I, I wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention to it, but it was it was a very important event. You know, first time that we've been that we've been able to send people from U.S. soil into space. That's right. And this was uh, you know one of the quotes that came from there. Uh, you know, it says turning point, or excuse me, it says successful launch, turning point for America's future in space exploration that lays the groundwork for future missions. Now, I, I really like what one of our um, beloved listeners. Uh, wrote in and shared mm -hmm. is that he took this story and he said let's see it from a spiritual perspective so from a heavenly perspective yes. here's his quote it says this shavuot marks a turning point in the cosmic shift where humans now have more access to travel safely into heavenly places and beyond from nicholas Sargent. so anyway nicholas thank you for that we so enjoyed it um uh, so again we want to hear your comments what your thoughts are in this whole thing uh, we are expecting to hear from you, whether it's Facebook or YouTube. Go ahead and share with us your thoughts, your comments, your questions, and we're going to kind of take a look at them as we go through the news tonight. Yeah. And, and do we have some uh, already? We've got several on here. <laughs> uh, Debbie Painter already says, got my coffee. And uh, she says, love the music. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> well, good, good. And, and we're just happy that uh, hopefully... Um, nobody said anything about the sound. <laughs> we were, right. Actually, I'm just uh, now looking. It's like, oh, I should have been looking a whole lot earlier. <laughs> we could be muted again. <laughs> and uh, Luke says, blessings all. So we're very glad to have you on. All right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and take a look at the, the next one here. Um, so one of the things that we want to do tonight is take a look at the, you know, what we teach, the two trees. And from the two trees, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Um, we have a very good teaching, I believe, that is in the ultimate impact. And we're soon, we keep talking about it, we are going to very soon release the first week of the ultimate impact so that everybody can have access to it because it just has some really strong, basic, 
paradigm shifting teachings that we believe is going to help a lot of people. And so it gives you also a little taste of what it's like to do the ultimate impact. Yeah. You get the short little teachings during the week, you meditate on those with the Father, and then at the end of the week, normally you'd get into a group. Now, if we got a lot of people that are jumping on and, and doing it you know, as individuals, that's totally fine, but I can tell you there is so much power yes. in the communities that develop through this process. And you're learning some fantastic stuff that takes you, builds a biblical foundation, but takes you into the stratosphere. <laughs> That's right. And so, honestly, this uh, teaching was so profound and life-shifting for me and, and us and has continued to be. But a number of years ago, the Father spoke to me and said, you're living mostly from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And I, I was pretty shocked. I was like, I've been raised in the church. I've been doing all the right things all my life. I've never strayed away. And, and, um, but it doesn't do much good to argue with God. <laughs> no, it and so he really brought me back to focus on what does the tree of life mean as far as a paradigm to see life through? And what does the tree of knowledge look like? Mm -hmm. So we have a slide up here for you to take a look at. It's just an example, uh, one example of, of the many that we have in the first week of the teaching in the ultimate impact. So here we go, the two trees, the tree of life. In the tree of life, love is primary. In the tree of knowledge, love is, love is primary. Or excuse me, knowledge, knowledge. is primary. <laughs> so, you know, there's, the, there's a big difference right there. Love versus knowledge. Which one's primary? And I'd ask you, well, which one is primary in the Western world right now? For the most part, knowledge is primary. And even in the Christian church, yeah. knowledge is primary. That's why we have so many doctrinal differences that love. divide us. We, we, we think it's love. love we we uh, say that you've got to have truth and that Jesus is the truth. And, and you know, so we, we get so tied up in what we think is truth. Yeah. When it's really knowledge, we're not talking about truth in, as a relationship with Yeshua. We're talking about knowledge as in puffed I'm up right, knowledge. I'm right, you're wrong. And <laughs> that's, you know, hit the highway if you don't believe the way I do. That's, right. that's putting knowledge as primary. Yeah. It's not putting love and relationship there. And so really the tree of life is relationship first. Yeah. And the tree of knowledge is right or wrong first. And I encountered this this week where uh, someone very close to me and dear to me, we got kind of in it about some of the news things. And that's why we're, that's why we're going here today, uh, because it, it immediately got into this, well, this and well, that. But when it comes down to it, it must be relationship first. Yeah, yeah. And so the next part you look at there is freedom to choose under the tree of life. So you got freedom to choose versus under the tree of knowledge. Again, it's that cookie cutter conformity that if you don't believe or think the way I do, hit the road. I mean, even if you're taking a college course, you know, some professors have a very high level of maturity where they enjoy someone who comes with a different point of view and so forth. That's a very high level of maturity. But in most instances, if you don't put down the answer that they the want, right answer. the right answer, then you're wrong and you're out, even if you have good evidence for what, what you think the right answer is. So again, it's just that, uh, you know, going back and forth and, and, and understanding that under the tree of life, we're looking for relationship. We're looking for love. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, but we're here to love. Okay, so that's what we're here to learn to do. However, we have allowed knowledge to become primary. I mean, it's like there are two trees in the garden. One was a tree of life, love, relationship, and the other was tree of knowledge of good and evil. And it was the knowledge, not the good and evil, 
that was not the evil part, and it wasn't just the evil part yes. that was not right. It was even putting the good that you think you know yep. above relationship. Which happens way too often. Way too often, yeah. And so then the, the other thing is, is that from the tree of life, we only do what we see the Father doing, and that, that is so freeing. Um, you know, I used to grow up in all of these things that I had to do and get in order to, to be righteous and to be right and all of those kinds of things. Uh, but the tree of knowledge, it is all about, is it right or is it wrong? Yeah, and it's striving. And, yes. and the thing is, oh, so many groups have come to this place, so many of the ecclesias that we're aware of that are engaging in heaven, the message, the, the overpowering message that has been coming through from all these different ecclesias has been rest. Yes. And we're going to talk more about that later, but under the tree of knowledge, it's not rest, it's striving, kind of scratching, fighting, you know, you got to prove yourself right, you got to win the fight, all these things that are under the tree of knowledge versus under the tree of life, you are able to rest and just abide in him, abide in his love, and not be put off, bent out of shape when someone doesn't believe the way you do, when someone doesn't connect with you the way you want them to connect. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on. Uh, I just even think of, you know, when, 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 when you receive an email or a message from somebody that you know you love and you have a relationship with and your filters kick in and you start looking at that message as something negative versus looking at it and giving the person the benefit of the doubt because they love you yeah. and saying, oh, I know they must have meant this. And, <laughs> and, if, and if you really don't know, you can contact them yeah, or communicate ask. and have a conversation about, hey, you know that email you sent, it came across this way, I just wanted to know what you, what you meant. Versus just assuming the worst, and I can't, this even happened recently, you know, someone just put up a wall toward me because of an email I sent. I even went back and read the, read the email, and I'm like, I can't figure out how they would have interpreted the, the email any way negative, yeah. but you never know with yeah. people's filters. So giving that person the benefit of the doubt, I love them dearly, yes. and that's not going to change. And all I would like is a conversation, so, if there was any question about what I meant with something, I would be happy to share and, you know, bring the understanding that was coming from my heart when I, when I wrote it. Yeah. So Debbie says, knowledge of good and evil, right and wrong, justice and injustice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Luke says, either love first or self first. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then Crystal adds in, Jesus is definitely the tree of life. He is the perfect representation of what you've listed. Yeah. So true. So good. So good. All right, so we're gonna look, let's look at the next one. <laughs> so this is so key in what's going on in the news today because what's happening is there's this polarization. Okay, this is really important, so we gotta hear this, all right? <laughs> so everybody's blaming the other side. It's left versus right, good versus evil, and it's not going to solve anything. Right, right. And so we're gonna look at some instances of that in just a minute of the, the news this past week and that polarization. I'm sure you all know what we're talking about. But we as sons of God must shift into living from the tree of life, which means everything that we see, do, and think, we process through the lens mm -hmm. of love and relationship. And that doesn't happen overnight because we are educated in, you know, in this yeah. system. Yeah. And, and so it takes time. Uh, oftentimes our initial reaction is, I can't believe they said that, or I can't believe they did that, or, you know, how could they, you know, and we put up those walls like you were yeah. talking about. Yeah. So, you know, again, the conversation is so critical, and especially in this time and in this season that we learn how to have a conversation to open the dialogue up so we can understand one another. Yeah. 
Okay, so um, go ahead. Now, with this. what I want to say about this is that when we're talking about we're seeing everything through the lens of love, this doesn't mean that we're just pie in the sky and everything's wonderful. Yeah, uh, just totally ignoring <laughs> the conflict and everything that's going on. That's yeah, not what we're doing. It's true that bad things happening, it's real. Mm -hmm. But our choice is to focus on Father's heart of restoration and our responsibility. How do we respond and what do we do? Um, we can't control others. Right, right. And anger, judgment, bitterness, criticism does not solve anything. And this is what you're seeing a lot of times is, you know, we, even we say, well, the left is bad, the right is good. But you see the right oftentimes is getting into judgment, criticism, saying, oh, they're stupid and, oh, they're, you know, all of that. And it's like that is the same spirit. Right. You're just adding to it. You know, yeah. you're, you're adding fuel to the fire. So let's not do that because even if you're doing it, even at home on your own and you're venting, you know, okay, I'm not, not, you know, I'm guilty of that, but we all, have but I'm just saying that I believe that when we do that, when I do that, yeah. I'm spiritually adding to that frequency in the atmosphere. Yes. And, you know, that's part of the problem that we've been in this whole COVID thing is all the negativity is that we need to change our heart and our attitude. You know, that first deal that you have there, big things happening are real. Yeah, you know, or bad things. Bad things happening are real. What is a bad thing? You know, there, that, that in itself can be a whole discussion because honestly, is it not true that the Father will use okay. everything for your good? For those who love Him, He's going to use everything for the good so even when we meet some of the worst challenges if our focus is on Yeshua it's if it's on father if it's on the heavenly things then we can walk through that bad thing and honestly I, I don't even really talk about bad things anymore it's a thing this is a challenging thing yeah and a challenging thing gives me opportunity to increase my level of love and to walk at a higher level and so that's what it is a bad thing is a thing that is a challenge that gives you an opportunity to level up. Now, I'm not belittling, you know, or minimizing some of the major Human nasty suffering. bad things that have happened yeah. to anybody out there because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to go down that road right now. But I'm, I'm just saying that as much as we can, look at things as the opportunity yeah. to level up. Now, I want to say, you know, if you know, someone's relative just passed away, you know, you don't just go up and go, no. hey, God's going to do great no. things no, out of no, this. No, no, no. That's not helpful <laughs> at all. No. We want to meet people at the heart to be right. able to go, I am so sorry for, you know, what you're going through. We're we're one body, so we yeah. want to feel and empathize <laughs> with one another. Yeah. So, you know, and that is the thing, you know, as the body, we want to feel what the rest of the body is feeling in order to understand, not to be pulled in, you know, to a pity party, yes. but to just understand and communicate and love on them. That's good. That's good. So did we learn to love? Really, our most important role here, we believe, on earth is learning to love as Father does. And go ahead and share the story about Bob Jones, because well, that's, that's a good example of this. Well, most of you have probably heard the story of Bob Jones when um, he had this experience of being in the heavenly realm. And um, that was the question Father asked him, was, did you learn to love? 
Yeah. And he had to say no, and he came back down. And he started. Yeah. Started over again. And, <laughs> that. and one of the things that, you know, we didn't put any slides in here for this, but one of the things that, you know, we teach again in the ultimate impact, and we go through it, we spend a lot of time in it, but you look at and you realize that God is, is uh, it says that God is spirit, it says that God is light, and the scriptures also say that we are spirit and that we are light, but it also says God is love, and it does not say anywhere in scripture that we are love. So that's another way just to look at the fact that, or you know, the conclusion or come to the conclusion that one of our main purposes here is to learn to love and to love on others. So, um, you know, our most important role here is to learn to love and we are being given many opportunities, as I just said, the, you know, the opportunity to, uh, you know, even love our enemies, that those, you know, who we feel are doing bad things or hurting others, that we would learn to love them and love them well, and love them honestly. And in, and you know, and to me, you take it, once you've learned to love them, it's like, okay, I love them, I can tolerate them, I love them, I can tolerate them. But to even take that to the next step to where you can enjoy them. Now you may want to enjoy them from a distance because some people aren't safe to be around. We're not saying, you know, just get yourself in a bad situation. Love them from a distance if you have to. Uh, put up whatever, whatever safeguards you need to but to find in them and to look into them and see what you can enjoy about them because the Father does. Yes. And again, the nastiest of people on the planet, Father knows who they were meant to be right. at the heart level, and he loves them. So that's our challenge is to learn to love everyone and to love them well, even to the point of enjoying them. <laughs> and we've talked about this in other places that um, <clears throat> if in this earth realm you can't, spend time with them because they're challenged mm -hmm. is that you can go into the heavenly realm yeah. and see that their perfected really self who they're really meant to be and that's a place where we can connect heart to heart and so in the season we're being given lots of opportunities yeah. to learn to love exactly i want to share some of these things uh luke says everything becomes a chance to show and become and reveal love yes uh crystal hicks says love it i'm definitely striving to level up and Debbie says, uh, be an eagle, not a chicken. There we go. <laughs> <I> like that. <laughs> so Debbie says, find the facts of what we see or hear, which align with the truth you know of Yeshua in your heart. Yeah. So love is key. Anyone on YouTube? And, oh, okay, finally we got YouTube going here. <laughs> All right, YouTubers. Uh, yeah, Teresa says, yes, the polarization is so painful to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jose says, how about the racism in the pulpits and churches, black churches and white churches? We're going to get to that in just a moment. Yeah, we're going to hit on that in a moment. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, can't be blinded by truths. And again, Jose saying there is so much racism in the church. And we're going we're gonna to look at that. Yeah. All right. So here we go. All right. <laughs> so we want to bring it all together is that... Um, all of us are very clear with the um, passing of George Floyd in such a tragic way. And tragedy of racism is a big issue. Um, and then there's the tragedy tra uh, of riots. <laughs> so we need uh, a, a tongue untwister to come and uh, aid us tonight. <laughs> you know, and there's just so much that's going on in the news. You heard the, you know, Minnesota gover governor saying yeah. that 80% of the rioters were from out of the state, um, which makes sense. We understand that some of them are paid to come in and do some of the stuff and just cause mm -hmm. the agitation. 
Uh, it seems like local people, you're just destroying your community. Why would you destroy yeah. your community? You know, it doesn't solve anything. And the thing is, I mean, that's brought up all the time because, uh, and many of these people, like like here, it says 80% were from out of state. So they, they were not destroying their community. They were <laughs> destroying somebody, somebody else's. <laughs> so, you know, this next one, choosing to love all, dealing with any of the junk in ourselves first. So... Here again, it's, when we engage these opportunities, or they engage us, because some of these things I call them opportunities, and and um, you know opportunities to level up, you know chances yeah. to level up. So when they engage you, or you engage it, and you get triggered, that is your opportunity. Now take some time. Again, the transformation and transfiguration of our mind has to take place first before our bodies will ever begin to follow okay so we have to learn to love i believe that when you fully love yourself and you love others that the body will begin to follow i don't believe that the body will you know has any opportunity to get sick if it's fully loved and and operating in love that's my personal thought but choosing to love all and dealing with your junk when you encounter a situation where you're triggered that's the clue that's like ah opportunity okay what is this in me what's going on that is triggering this. Uh, so, I mean, just, you, you know, we're, we're kind of in some ways a long way off, but just think if, you know, the rioting situations, you know, the, the, the reaction to, uh, you know, George Floyd passing away, um, if the people could have thought of that in terms of this ticks me off, okay? I mean, I'm yeah. sure I, I totally relate to that. Now what? And yes. rather than wanting to come in and just add to the you know again adding fuel to the fire how might i be able to react in order to change the world because each one of you have the opportunity to change the world by change the way that you respond yeah. you know and it starts with you and then obviously yes goes out to your family and your community and so on and so forth but we will not be able to change the world if we continue to add fuel to the dark fire, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and just looking at it from the perspective of the polarization that you see so clearly, it's like if I go racism, 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 mm-hmm. then it seems to justify the rioters. And if I take the side of, or you know, vice versa, and, and it goes back and forth, it, it, are we defending the police? You know, and then we're considered racist if we, you know, um, go the other way. It's it's another direction. And so, instead of this polarization being able to go, how do we come together in love? Yeah. How do we come together mm-hmm. to heal our community? And Jose, I totally understand. There is a lot of racism in church. There is a lot of racism yeah. in our society. But if we focus on that it's it's going to grow mm-hmm. if we're focusing on the heart of god which loves everyone then we begin to shift and so in this case i've got to love those police officers and i've got to love the rioters the rioters absolutely equally mm-hmm. um not putting them up as bad good all of those kinds of things there are realities to that but that's not our focus it again for me comes back to the conversation Mm -hmm. if we can know that these are not evil people intending to do evil all the time i mean even take you know some of the worst people that you can think of that are on the planet right now and i know many names might be going through your head (laughs) um but to understand that if they could receive a pure unadulterated undistracted love of the father 
would they be able to change over time? Now, the thing is, we live in a world where there's a lot of deception and a lot of distraction. And so it might be kind of unlikely for some of those people to change right now. But just imagine, had they, been, had they received that type of love as they were growing up, yeah. would, they have been, would they have gone in a different direction? And my belief has to be that, yes, they would have. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, you know, again, I believe that Father's going to restore all things at some point and that he has a love that never fails yeah. and he doesn't quit. So if he is love and he doesn't ever fail, love never fails, then that tells me that he is going to be able to reach them and that my heart needs to reflect that. And again, you still might need to stay away from certain people or, or situations because they're not healthy, they're not good, and they're not going to be beneficial to you in any way. Um, but In the spirit that your heart is open. But in the, yeah. Yeah, so I hope you hear what, you, what we're saying there. We, we need the conversations. We, we really need to not take sides in such a way that it just creates more division. I hope you hear me on that and hear me correctly because, you know, is there a right way to do things? And, and yes, but when we're looking at this situation where, you know, someone's life was taken, George Floyd's life was taken, and whether, you know, I... I have a hard time believing it was uh, uh, intentional. Malicious, yeah. Yeah, malicious, but it happened. And I would be, you know, normally I would be freaking ticked and want to just go after him. <laughs> That's my flesh. But I know that does not do any good. Yeah. That I have to stop and listen. Listen to the heart of the police officer. Listen to the heart of the family. Listen to the heart of the, the rioters. Uh, and, and that is the way that we're going to bring people back together is by listening and having community and building relationships, not having a fight about who's right and who's wrong. And ultimately That's choosing, choosing to forgive. Yeah. And I've been really enjoying listening to some of um, Lindy Strong's teachings on energy and frequency and how when we don't forgive, if we're dealing, you know, if we're harboring bitterness, judgment, anger in our heart, it actually shuts down the flow of energy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're feeling really down and dragged around, you might want to ask Father, um, you know, is there some things that I need to deal with so that the flow of heavenly energy is able to come through and flow? Well, we talked about this, not this last Sunday, getting ahead. Um, <laughs> but uh, the previous Sunday, <clears throat> we talked about, uh, you know, the darkness that... Mm -hmm. Unforgiveness is a big form of darkness that prevents us from hearing and seeing the Father as well as we could and should and would like to. So unforgiveness is just another thing. It's like, man, you talk about a place where unforgiveness is developing. It, you know, the seeds are planted, they're rooted, they're growing big trees <laughs> right now under all this stuff that's going on. We have to come to a place where we can let go and forgive. If we think that we have to get revenge, that's absolutely 100% under the tree of knowledge yeah. because it's about right and wrong yeah. versus relationship. So uh, Debbie Painter <clears throat> says, see them through his eyes and speak life and blessing over them. It's good. Uh, Luke says, we can be used by Father to bring and call forth original mandate and blueprint in others. Yes. Yes. Uh, Debbie Chris <clears throat> says, spirit of love lives and moves and has his being in us. We just need to let him manifest through and in us. That's good. That's good. 
Um, Luke says, unfortunately, if anything wicked is allowed in the spirit, it will manifest in the natural. Yes. And Absolutely. love is the frequency of the Father and is all perfection. Mercy yeah. triumphs over judgment. You know, and again, it doesn't mean that we're, you know, trying to cover over these bad things and say, you know, it, it doesn't matter, that racism doesn't matter, that it's not an issue we should be working towards. Um, it definitely is. Yeah. But in the right <clears throat> spirit, from the right frequency. And so Aaron... Get some from YouTube. Yeah, Aaron <laughs> says, this is beautiful. God bless you. Mm. Uh, Jay Bryan says, thank you for guidance on how to love. And Teresa says, this is so exciting to see them as their perfected self. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's the beautiful thing. I mean, just just take the person that you despise the most. Hopefully there's not... Hopefully as Christians and walking in the heavenlies that there's not many, if any. But if there is anybody, mm -hmm. see them in their perfected selves. There's, there's some people, though, on the planet that, um, w you know, we kind of feel like they personify evil. Mm -hmm. um, and I can still love them. But what makes it even better is when I can see them as their perfected self. That's right. I mean, that becomes a beautiful thing. And then, and then we can love on them even more and better and easier. Yeah. And Aaron says, they will know we are Christians by our love. Yeah. Yes, absolutely not by our divisions <laughs> <laughs> exactly so okay right. so let's go ahead and take the next one so how about the vaccines this is another big <laughs> topic particularly with the covid thing going on and and then you know I, i'm sure everybody has seen multiple things about bill gates and negativity towards him and yeah you know horrible person about all that um but again we need to have the conversations yeah. because you know, otherwise we're just doing the right and wrong thing. You know, the tree of knowledge. We're just saying, oh, that's terrible. We can't do that. No, 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 no. Or either you were all for it. You know, it's like, which one is right? Which one's wrong? That seems to be the concern versus approaching it and having a conversation. Yeah. And uh, you've got some good things here. So go ahead. And so on the pro side of the vaccines, um, and I was talking with somebody recently about this, um, they save many lives and they wipe out diseases. That's kind of the standard you know, thing. Now the con side is they cause many health issues, damaging our children. Um, just had a conversation in our opened up group mm -hmm. um, with parents uh, and grandparents of special needs children. And that was evident in our group, but with at least two that they noticed a difference in their children after immunization. Yeah. And then the heavy metals that are in there, fetal tissue, all of these things. And then of course, this thing about being mandated that uh, we have to get vaccinated or we can't go, you know, in California, our children can't go to school or, you know, that we can't buy or sell right. uh, with some of this new stuff. Now, the thing is, is that if we polarize this and we just get, shout at each other, we're not solving anything. Um, it was interesting. I was reading an article today about vaccines and, and it was saying that, that our... Um, biome, our gut bugs, will make a difference in how the vaccines affect us. And it's true that each one of us are unique. Very different. And so to think that one vaccine is going to be beneficial for everybody is kind of a little whatever. Well, the body is a massively, massively complex machine, and yeah. each one of us as individuals are massively, massively, complexively different than everybody else. <laughs> complexively. I like that. I'm going to put that in the dictionary. Um, but the, the, the point being that um, it, it's without a shadow of a doubt, and any drug company is going to tell you this, 
that you know they give the you can see it on their commercials yes. it's like hey this drug's great for this or that and then blah, blah, blah. and then they go down the whole list of everything it's going to do to you or possibly going to do to yes. you because in tests that has happened to some of the people yeah. well why wouldn't that be the case with vaccines that some of these are going to have negative effects on other people yeah. so again it's not about what's right and what's wrong but it's like let's have a conversation about this yeah. And let's talk about it. What are some other alternatives? Because it's possible we might, if we had a conversation, maybe we can begin to develop vaccines that are not as harmful, that don't have the heavy metals, that don't use the fetal tissue. And we could come to a place of going, hey, this is a safer product. But as long as we're arguing, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. And that, that's the main point is, is we gotta get past the tree of knowledge of right and wrong and have the conversations and stop polarizing. The polarization is out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So somebody thinks they're right and somebody thinks they're wrong. You know, so it's, it's this constant back and forth and pushing and polarizing, which just divides us, yes. which is what's happened in the churches because of doctrines when people think they got the knowledge and the truth and they lay that down as this is the only way, draw the line, you're either with me or not. And that's just old church stuff. And we're moving past that. Honestly, we're moving past that to get into the conversations to where we can love one another and build relationships. We find that more important. And, um, you know, to me, I don't know that we're going to be able to have the conversations about vaccines that are going to make any difference. I really don't. But had we been in a culture, in a, in a, in a society, you know, talking of the Western world, where we're more about let's have the conversation. That's what's important. The relationship with you and the conversation that we have so that we can have, you know, some dialogue that helps us get down to the bottom line. Then we can hear one another and we have a whole completely different idea of what needs to be done versus forcing people to do what somebody else thinks is right. That's right. So a um, couple of things here. Um, so Aaron says, how do you practically see someone in their perfected self? Does it require going up into heaven or another realm like the realm of eternity? Mm -hmm. And we're not <clears throat> going to have time to fully unpack this here. But if you go to our Kingdom Talks uh, community. Uh, yeah, you can go to kingdomtalksmedia.com. Right there. <laughs> kingdomtalksmedia.com. Go there. There's some big easy buttons. And under the big easy buttons, one of them is uh, the KT Communities. You might have to sign up for it. It's free, though. But you can sign up for that and go in. And it is free to uh, go to the, the courses. And under the courses is a course called The Perfected Self. Engaging. En engaging your, your perfected, perfected self. self. Yeah. Uh, and that's about an hour teaching and engagement where we actually do it. So I would encourage you to take a look at that. And Debbie Chris says, yes, we are made so uniquely. Can't have cookie-cutter solutions like the vaccines. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Right. So that's good. All right. Anybody on YouTube? Um, that's it. Okay. All right. And let's see. We got a couple more slides here, and then we're going to engage and see what Father's going wants to show us tonight. So here's one. Uh, Shavuot. Shavuot. Actually, that's spelled wrong. Uh -oh. It's Shavuot. Shavuot. It's not shav out. <laughs> shove you out. Yeah. Well, kind of. We were getting shoved out of one age and into the next. So. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Um, so if you missed it, yesterday, uh, our Sunday gathering, we had an amazing time with Yana and Darla and just them sharing 
uh, the whole perspective. It was amazing. So, and that's another one where you can go to Kingdom Talks Media, your whole process of what we just mentioned. Yeah. Go into the communities, um, and uh, in the communities you can get the videos there, right? Oh, no, we're talking about Beckett. No. Never mind. YouTube. Go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Kingdom Talks Media YouTube channel. <laughs> we got to get it posted somewhere. We do. It, yeah. Well, we're getting... We are, okay, I'm going to go ahead and announce it. We haven't announced it. I'll just make it official. We're getting a new website, again, fourth time. Uh, but I really, really believe this one's going to be a very well put together website. And it will be launching hopefully in about six to eight weeks. Yeah. And on that one, we're hoping to get all this dialed in because I know many of you have been confused by where to go, what to do, how to get to what. Anyway, we're hoping to get it dialed in for you so it's much easier. So enough on that. We will be announcing more later. But um, so this whole thing with Shavuot, Shavuot, Shavuot. There we go. Man, <laughs> we'll get it. One of that Hebrew. <laughs> I love it. Shifting of the ages. You've heard us talk about this, and I'm just looking at the time, and I do want to make sure we have time for to ascend. Yeah. One of the things um, um, we're going to do is we are going to take time out just to do one single teaching on what I really feel like is happening in this season, from Passover to Shavuot. 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 <laughs> Yana, where are you when we need you? Anyway, um, that this is a very, to me, it's like the highlight and pinnacle of all the ages. Because this one we're moving into, I believe, the final thousand years. Now, if you believe in rapture and all that, um, you know, again, we're not going to argue. If, if that's what you really honestly believe and you need to believe that, that's fine. Um, again, we're not going to argue. It's not about knowledge. But I'm just going to share with you from my heart what I'm seeing because I'm super stoked. Uh, and it makes sense that, um, you know, when Christ died on the cross, that was actually the end of the, the age of what well, was Aries, okay? Now... If I trigger anybody, it's a good time to level up. Uh, <laughs> but th we've got plenty of teachings on, on the Maseroth, okay? And I'm working on an article that I want to get out that will go into this in much, much more detail. But it's, it's just super, super exciting to, to see that we are in this age, that we're shifting into this age, and that, you know, the age of the church, which, you know, I would call it the age of the church, but if you want to look at the Maseroth, You've got the sliver of time that God put in his clock. It's not the devil's clock. The devil didn't put any stars in the sky. God did it. Genesis 1.14. He put it there for signs, seasons, and um, days and years. Days and, years and Yes, times. <laughs> that is the clock that God made for us. And the devil didn't do it. The devil has done his own kind of twisting of it. And the church has gone like this to it. But that's God's clock. And we're taking it back. And, and besides that, there's just so many beautiful things when you begin to understand how his clock works and what it says, what it says about right now for us. I can't tell you, I'm just, I am super stoked about what's going on. And we are shifting into the final age for this story, God's story. And it's our story too. And we're shifting into the final age, the beginning of it, where I absolutely believe that new spiritual technology is being released even as we speak so that we can do all the things that Jesus did and more. Yes. But we got to start practicing it, putting it in, making it practical. So we've got some groups that are kind of working on that as well. Uh, it's super exciting. So anyway, watch for it hopefully in the next 
we're moving this next week, so um, <laughs> Pray for we're going to be pretty busy. But hopefully in the next two to three weeks, we can get this put together, and we'll just get a, a teaching that sits by itself, and we'll just put it out there. Because I believe this is something that it really needs to go viral so people can see it, hear it, and understand times are changing. And to be excited about the age that we're living in. If you just look wow. at the news, you see oh. all of this <laughs> crazy writing and the virus, and it's just one thing after another, which is what the <clears throat> enemy wants us to be distracted and preoccupied with this instead of what Father yeah. is doing. And so keeping our hearts open yeah. and focused. Because what Father's doing is absolutely awesome. So the, the question that you might be asking is, is the church age door closed? And what does that mean? Because I believe... The church age door is closed. Now, having said that, I'll say that the age of the sacrificial system that, you know, that the Hebrews worked in, you know, when Jesus died on the cross, that was the closing of that door. And yet, you know, there were many that continued and tried to press on with their sacrificial system. I mean, I think Yana said even 120 years into the next age, they were trying to do it. But finally, it was, it was done away with. No, we're not saying church is bad, right? No, okay. no. Uh, I mean... Everything's got its positives stuff. and negatives and stuff, <laughs> yes. But um, but the thing is, we believe, I believe, the church door is closed. That church age door is closed. Mm-hmm. I, You know, what bigger sign do we need than the fact that something closed down every single church in the world? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like, duh. Anyway, uh, I think that age is closed. That's, that's the closing. Um, you know, the, there, there was this time where both doors were open, but I think that one's closed. Now, will, will, will there be churches that continue on and try to press forward into this next age? Um, yeah, absolutely. And I believe that they need to because there are going to be at least, at least a generation that isn't quite ready to make the shift into the next age. Uh, so they need that, and it's okay. You know, let's bless them. Just bless them. But we also need to understand that the church age was full of division and denominations because it operated under the tree of knowledge. It stopped operating under the spirit, and even the spirit-filled churches still (laughs) operated under the tree of knowledge because they were all about who's right, who's wrong. So um, what can we look for in the next age? Okay. Relationship, tree of life, just like we've been talking about, is we're believing we're going to go more and more into this understanding of the tree of life and how to truly live that. And, you know, we had this revelation years ago and have taught it, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you how often it comes back up in my daily life to go, oh, wow, huh, I, I, I need to do some shifting. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so it's not like any of us are all there, or we're proclaiming we're all there, but we're in the process. Yeah. So relationships, tree of life. Okay. We need to really focus on that. I believe that will be one of the indicators of the kingdom age that we've stepped into. The other one, I think, is the three plumb lines. Just something Father dropped on us in the, you know, a few years ago now. But um, I'm just going to say go to YouTube. It's our main video there, and it's called the three plumb lines. It's only a 10-minute video, but it goes in pretty deep to help you understand what these are. The cross of Christ, love, honor, respect, and ask the Father. If you really apply these, it will change you and it will change everyone around you if you really apply. We've got churches that are applying these three plumb lines. They're using them instead of doctrines, which hallelujah. You know, get rid of the doctrines. You know, not, not, not don't get rid of the beliefs, yeah, but just the idea that this is, you know, in cement, and if you don't believe it, then you're not, you can't be one of us. Yeah. Get rid of that attitude. 
Every one of us have our belief systems. I absolutely have my beliefs. You do. I do. And so do I. And sometimes they don't match. They don't match. They, a lot of times <laughs> they don't a, match. It's okay. But the thing is, I'm looking for the people that are interested in want to hear and want to share. I want to hear what they've got, mm -hmm. and I'm hoping they want to hear what I've got. And through that, we're all going to begin to change because we're going to say, ah, you know, I used to think that was really bad, but I see some light in that, yeah. and that can work. And can you imagine how we would begin to gel as a world if we just had those conversations? Yeah. Started opening up, loving, honoring, respecting not just the people, but even their understanding of Yeshua, yeah. Father, Holy Spirit. Well, and just as an example, I love how Nancy Cohen um, dealt with some people who were asking her about the rapture. And, you know, instead of going, oh, no, I don't believe in the rapture. Let me tell you, this is why, you know, listing all the scriptures. You know, <laughs> yeah. she just took yeah. their hand and she said, yes, I believe in the rapture every day. I am enraptured <laughs> and talking about going into the heavenly realms. And, and so there's ways that instead of, you know, this wall of yeah. you believe differently and let me get you straightened out. Right, yeah. But being able to go, hey, yeah, I believe in the rapture. <laughs> But to even, <laughs> to even honestly say, well, let me hear what your understanding is. Yeah. And, you know, would you be willing to listen to my side? Yeah. You know, listen to how I think about it. Listen to what I, you know, what I've come to learn. Uh, and you don't have to get their agreement. You don't have to have them agree with you. You can share it. And if they like it, great. If not, great. That's the beauty of the body that yes. we are different. And that's, you know, the next one there. Focus on the value of the body. The body of Christ. Focus on the value that the fact is all of us are going to have different responsibilities in the body of Christ. You know, some may be the CEO, some may be the pastor, but to not value that more than you value the, the janitor of the big corporation or the lay people in the church. It's not about, you know, valuing any one of them any more than the other, but understanding that we honor and love and respect each person in the position that Father has called them to because I guarantee you nobody's going to want to go to the building where the CEO has fired all the janitors and there's no more janitors. Yep. It's going to look pretty <laughs> nasty and stink. So, you know, it's we are all valuable in the body of Christ. Yeah. So we just need to get rid of the positional prejudice, walk in love, and understand that everybody is valuable, but we have different responsibilities. Yeah. And then working with creation, and um, I, I just, I have to say this, because um, we're, we're hopefully going to have this gal on to interview pretty soon, but we were just talking to her today, and she was sharing a story oh, yes, I about <laughs> how um, these birds came to her, and she knew that, you know, mm -hmm. in the spirit, mm -hmm. she was communicating <laughs> with them, and th that something was wrong, and um, so she followed them. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> And uh, there was a snake. Anyway, we're going to let her tell the full story in some coming episodes. But it, yeah. it was just awesome that, you know, she was in touch mm -hmm. and connected mm -hmm. with nature, listening to nature, and able to help in that process. Yeah. And so yeah. it's an exciting Love it. time. Love it. All right. So um, that's it with the slides. So we're going to uh, maybe take a few questions or get some comments. Yeah, and then we're see. going to engage in heaven to see what Father has for us today. Uh, let's see. Um, Darcy says, the great awakening just happened at Passover with the people, yes, while good, they were good. in their homes. Good, good. Um, Luke, Galatians 4.4, when the fullness of time had come, the Sun was made manifest, mm. yes. Hmm. I like that. Uh, 
Debbie Chris says the church generation that got left behind in their traditional knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) And Sheila Smith says, I'm expecting that relationship will be paramount. Yes, we agree. And let's see. Got a lot of... Darcy says, we must have encounters. Take the word experience out of our vocabulary. Experience is the same word as the serpent in Hebrew. Right. Mm. Sheila Smith says, your ministry changed my life. The three plumb lines apply to all relationships. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Debbie Chris says, oh, I love that. I'm enraptured every day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Debbie Chris says, exactly. That's why the body was broken. Different parts of the one loaf, one body. Yeah, it's good. Let's take a look at YouTube. All right. Um, Teresa says, I'm She's the one doing this because I don't have my glasses (laughs) and I can't read it. I'm often I keep looking over, but I still can't read it. <laughs> uh, at challenging behavior of others until Father reminds me that misbehavior is operating way below our identity in Christ. Mm. And why am I surprised when many don't know who they are? That's right. That's good. Really good. All right. And Elena says, hello from South Africa. We bless you. Yes. We bless South Africa. All right. So let's go ahead and shift gears and just engage heaven to see what Father has for us tonight. Um, I'm just... Yeah, we just need to rest in him. I'm going to add one more. Vicki McKnight says, Checking in with your heart when something doesn't feel or seem right uh, will help to identify which tree. Holy mm-hmm. Spirit will show us and counsel us through that into the tree of life perspective of what is true. So good. Thank you, Vicki. Yeah. All right, so we're going to step in, and as we do and engage, uh, we're looking for you guys to engage. We're going to be watching the comments and... Um, if we need to go a little bit past the top of the hour, that's fine. No, no biggie there. Yeah. We'll we'll keep going as long as Father is, life, is right? showing us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Father, we just thank you that you have given us this opportunity—not an opportunity, but privilege—but actually also understanding that um, we belong in heaven. We belong in heaven with you, seated at the seated with Christ in heavenly places. Yes. We just thank you for this engagement time. Mm-hmm. And we're asking now, Father, show us what you have for us tonight. Hmm. Oh, I was immediately <coughs> seeing, um, seeing the tree of life, that we were gathered around <laughs> the tree of life, and mm. just this beautiful, fragrant, beautiful tree. And then it was funny because it morphed into being Jesus <laughs> uh. <laughs> with his arms outstretched to the whole world. Now... A religious spirit I know could take this wrong, but as we were around the tree of life, I saw the tree of knowledge over by itself, and almost as if it was feeling lonely and left out, because you got to understand that knowledge is not evil in, in and, and of, of itself, itself. Yes. and that knowledge, in fact, I thoroughly, 100% believe Adam and Eve would have had all the knowledge of good or evil that they would have ever needed or wanted. Father would have brought it to them, but in relationship, in and through relationship. And that I even saw this tree as if it were alive, which they are, and that we even gathered around it to ask it for our forgiveness, for abusing Mm -hmm. it, using it abusively, the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. 
So we no longer want to use you yes. in any way, shape, or form that would be abusive to you and especially to anyone else that is around us. We've used it like a Bible in many cases, beating people over the head with it, mm -hmm. saying, I have the truth, mm -hmm. when in reality we missed it. We missed the mark because we didn't have the relationship. Mm -hmm. The relationship didn't come first. It was more important for us to be right than it was for us to hold on to that relationship. Mm -hmm. Just encourage you to share what you're mm -hmm. seeing, sensing, perceiving, <clears throat> feeling. Um, again, this is part of stepping into the next age where all of our voices are important. It's not about Gil and I. Yeah. Mm. And I'm just seeing us um, around the tree of life, but now we've begun to step into mm. the tree of life, which is Yeshua. I'm actually seeing some of us sit down on the ground between the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. We're sitting between them and we're arcing, we're creating an arc between the two of them where there is a perfect balance when we have knowledge but in relationship. We grow in our knowledge and understanding when we have conversations because we get to learn from one another the the good and the evil. I mean, all of us have had experiences, you know, it's like any of us could say, hey, don't put your hand on a on a hot burner. Yeah. That's that's going to hurt. That's kind of the evil thing that I've learned. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. because. And we share that with other people, things like that. We share it with other people so that they know. And out of relationship, they're like, ah, oh, okay. I don't want to go down that dark road. I want to stay in the light. I want to walk in the good. But we learn it through relationship. And just seeing even like the spirit of knowledge, one of the seven spirits of God is mm. coming to stand there between oh, wow. the two trees. Oh, um, that's so good. Because I have to admit that that is one of the seven spirits that I've not engaged with much because of the fear mm. of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And I don't want to mm. have that fear in my heart. And so I just repent yeah. of that. Thank you, Lord. Wow. I want to open my heart to the spirit of knowledge that is the right kind of knowledge, relational knowledge, love knowledge. It's good. So good. And Luke said, I immediately saw a paint holder's board, hmm. and I saw the individual colors, the lives, and the Lord said, looking at each color alone is not complete. And then I saw a paintbrush dip in and start using all the colors to paint a picture. Then the Lord said, this is how we are to see, as all colors, lives are necessary for the whole picture. Hmm. Thank you, Luke. It's good. It's good. It's good. I'm going to pull things up so I can see it. <laughs> so I see, like, as those of us who have stepped into the tree of life, hmm. into Jesus, into Yeshua, as we're looking out now, from the tree of life, we're able to see things um, so differently than before. Now we're being able to see situations and people from that place of love and relationship. And so just encourage you, particularly if you've had a struggle with someone, um, this is one way where we can be seeing that, them that as, as God sees them. Mm -hmm. 
So Adam says, those who lack knowledge and wisdom of the kingdom of the Almighty and the deception of the ways of the world will perish for a lack of knowledge and wisdom. Those who have knowledge and wisdom and will stand and un- overstand the tree of life. Mm. And then Deborah Painter says, I see thousands of bird cages being opened mm. and the freedom of flight has taken place. Wow. True freedom to nest in the tree of life. I wow. love that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I sense people watching this, um, if you can receive it, you will be set free. If you can receive the message tonight that Father has brought, then you can be set free. Mm -hmm. Free from the stress of thinking you have to be right. That's such a a big release to know that you don't have to be right all the time. That in fact, again, it's until we have the conversations, we really don't, you know, we really aren't even learning until we have the conversations. Because yeah. all we're getting is one, a one-sided view, whether it's a book we read or a thought we have, it's a one-sided view until we can start having a conversation and actually listen and hear what other people are saying. Mm. And, and again, presumably they're in the same place. They're not about having to win you over, or win a conversation, but they're about just sharing their heart and if it resonates with you, mm-hmm. awesome. If mm-hmm. not, find who and where it does resonate. Yes. Um, Debbie Chris says, I see the talk bowing, t- or tree of knowledge bowing to the tree of life. We mm. simply walk with wisdom <clears throat> to pick of the fruit of the bowed tree of knowledge. Wisdom mm. and understanding will transform knowledge into the dominion we have in the garden to work with other trees in the garden. Mm. Yes. <laughs> So good. Love that. Yeah. I just see um, different ones of us um, being able to to lift off burdens that we've that we've carried, and even uh, chips on our shoulder <laughs> that we've had about issues that are going on right now, where we have chosen to. Uh, take a side and be polarized and mm. um, wow, wow, wow. any of that is that we're just allowing Yeshua to remove those off of us. Yeah, and, and to be willing to um, repent, ask for forgiveness and to repent for those places where you got into arguments and, and it got heated because you felt like you had to be right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are certain situations, I totally understand, where, you know, you're not going to, uh, um, you know, with a child, you're not going to say, okay, all right, you win. You can go out in the street and play. <laughs> That's not, not what we're talking about. So just keep your head on, you know, what, what, what is meaningful and what you know, where you know that you don't have to win the argument, that you're not going to change someone else's belief by winning an argument because you were able to throw more book knowledge at them or whatever it yes. might be, but rather that you share and win their heart. That's right. Uh, and Gerald and Kathy say, I pray that I, we tap into wisdom in me, us, as mm. him. Yes, mm, agree. That's good. That's good. And Debbie Chris says, wanting to hold on to be right is a self-protective mechanism for the reptilian brain. <laughs> and I definitely, you know, you know, it's pride and arrogance, just being honest. <laughs> but when we feel like we have to be right, 
that usually comes from a place of insecurity, not knowing who you are and not loving yourself the way the Father loves you. So if you feel that insecurity and feel like you have to be right in order to have value, then I would encourage you to continue to engage with the Father in a place of love so that He can show you who you are and that you can rest in who you are and love who you are just the way the Father loves you. And then you don't have to belittle other people. You don't have to win arguments. You can just look at things from a heavenly perspective. And in that case, you may be given you know, a word from the Father to you know, kindly you know, you share something that uh, hopefully will bring revelation and transformation to another.